You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 334. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Welcome back, everyone. I'm excited about today's topic. We are going to talk about fiber. And we talked about it long, long ago. Would you believe it was episode number 12? And now we're on episode 334. So I know that that was so long ago. And it is being talked about a lot again amongst so many nutritionists, dietitians. Um, I'm listening to a ton of health podcasts. And it's all about fiber, which is wonderful because fiber comes from real food, typically. (laughs) And so getting fiber from real food is a true real benefit to your health. So I wanted to make sure that even though we covered this topic years ago, that we bring it up again because I did even a social media post about the fact that the two things that I'm hearing the most right now are protein and fiber. You want to live longer? You want to get your weight under control? You focus on protein and you focus on fiber. So these are really important things that I wanted to tell you some of the most high fiber foods you can eat and even compared to some of the lower ones that you might think have a lot of fiber and some actually might surprise you. So we're going to talk about all of that. Hopefully you're already registered for the holiday challenge starting the Monday after Thanksgiving. And this year the holiday challenge does come with the all new range of motion workout program. The range of motion program comes with core videos that are killer if you're trying to flatten that belly and also mobility training. Because mobility is something that you've got to be working on in every joint of your body if you would like to move in all uh, ranges as you age. So super important and range of motion and mobility in general should be, be done, it should be done by everybody at every age. But it seems like it's something that's really just taken off recently or at least that people are getting more serious about it. I know for me over the last year with injuries, it has become a real part of my routine, my training, my life because I have seen so much of a decrease in mobility in certain joints and even on certain sides. Like sometimes my right shoulder has a lot more range of motion than my left. And if you start to notice these things, it's a real wake up call and a real red flag that you need to do something about that. You don't want to just give in to your body not moving in full range of motion, but you want to go ahead and work on that. And so the range of motion program that I created for the holiday challenge this year works on full body range of motion. So we're going to work on everything from your neck and your cervical vertebra all the way to your shoulders, your hips, even your toes. So we really get into the nitty gritty, making sure that we are working full range of motion. So make sure you go to earnthatbody.com. Right on top, it says holiday challenge. Go ahead and get registered before the price goes up again. All right, everyone, we're going to talk about everything today after this. Now, it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle Eye on Health, I do not have an article. I do not have a piece of news. What I have is something sort of just down deep from my heart. So I've been feeling a little bit, I don't want to say blue, but a little bit blue lately because of everything going on in the world. And I feel 
challenged to just move on with my day and post on social media and throw out my podcasts and, you know, keep up with the normal day-to-day of Earn That Body when the things are going on in Israel right now like they are. And so I just wanted to let you know that if you're feeling blue or sad or depressed or scared, concerned, these are all really normal feelings. And there is a lot going on in the world today. We are absolutely blessed here in America that we really don't have to deal with those things right now. And I can't even imagine what it is like to live in Israel, to live in these places where these horrible things are happening. I actually have a friend who lives in Tel Aviv and um, and he's okay, but he says it's a really not good situation. And it's hard for me as a business person to just be posting away and doing my job when, when I feel like the world is really falling apart. Um, so that's one thing. Matthew Perry dying was another thing. Now, I cannot compare them. I mean, Israel is the most horrific thing ever. I'm not saying Matthew Perry's death is as bad as the Israel thing, but it's a heartache for me, and I'm sure a lot of you are in my generation. And although they haven't said yet what happened and how he died, if you didn't know, he died. He was from the show Friends. Uh, That was where he was primarily known from. And here was this incredible actor who made us laugh week after week, And even though we don't know how he died, and I think there's a lot of speculation, was it drugs because he had a drug problem? I don't even care if it was or if it wasn't. When I look back and I listen to all the things that he's discussed in the last few years, and he wrote a book recently about his his drug problem that he had and what his life was like, and it was so difficult and so sad. And even during Friends, which should have been the best times of this man's life, I mean, what a gift to be an actor on that show, he was struggling with drug addiction. And it's sad and it's scary, and I think we overlook it so often. And then the actor just, you know, dies. Or what about the the singer? What about Prince and George Michael? And I, I feel like all of my favorite singers, everybody died of drugs. And it can be a really sad thing. So Eagle Eye on Hell today is just a little bit from my heart to say that my heart goes out to everyone right now uh, in Israel and people here who are mourning friends and family who have died uh, in Israel right now as well, or just concerned and praying. My heart goes out to everybody today, and I think it is a great reminder to us all to constantly remind ourselves that we are 100% blessed with everything we have today. All right, so after that, let's move on. As I just said, it's so hard to move on and now talk about fiber, but that is the topic today. So we're going to talk about fiber in relation to our health. A lot of my information today comes from the New York Times, also Harvard Health. And here is a simple reality, team. Most people aren't getting enough fiber. And there have been decades of research showing that fiber-rich diets offer a range of health benefits. They, that's going to include a healthier gut a longer life, yes, longevity, reduced risks of chronic conditions like heart disease, diabetes, and some types of cancer. Time and time again, there are surveys and research that show that few people in the United States are consuming enough fiber. Now, between 2015 and 2018, one study showed just 4% of men 
and 12% of women met fiber recommendations at least 21 to 38 grams per day, depending on a person's age and sex. That is far less fiber than what our ancestors likely consumed, which is really interesting to think about. Our collective fiber deficiency is partly because of modern food today. Food processing, it strips foods of most of their fiber. And as a result, we're probably missing out on the many benefits that fiber has in so many real foods. But of course, today we are used to eating processed foods, right? Now, what exactly is fiber? A lot of people ask me, well, why do I actually need fiber? What is it? Dietary fiber belongs to a large group of carbohydrates that our digestive systems cannot break down. So unlike sugars and starches, which are digested and absorbed in the small intestine, fiber travels on through the gut and affects the body differently depending on what type of fiber it is. Some fibers, for example, they form more like a gel-like substance that slows the movement of food through the digestive tract and can reduce blood sugar spikes and lower cholesterol. Other fibers can feed our gut microbes contributing to a very healthy gut microbiome. And that is something we all want, team. And still there's others that can add bulk to digestive material, and that's gonna help prevent constipation, something that we absolutely want, right? So how does fiber benefit our health? Well, in one review, of 185 studies, this was published in 2019, researchers compared people who followed higher fiber diets with those who followed lower fiber diets. And they found that those who consumed the most fiber were 16% less likely to develop type two diabetes or colorectal cancer, and 31% less likely to die of coronary heart disease during the study period. Consuming 25 to 29 grams per day was enough to reap most of those benefits, according to the study. Now, that's amazing. Does everybody want to live longer? Would you like to not have type 2 diabetes? Would you like to not get coronary heart disease? Well, all you have to do is start really pumping up that fiber because it's showing in all of these trials that these are the things that are making a difference. Now in clinical trials, high fiber diets also lowered people's blood pressures, cholesterol levels, and your weight. So if you're trying to lose weight, you might be wanting to focus a little more on your fiber. Fiber rich diets, they tend to be high in vitamins, they tend to be high in minerals, and healthful plant-based compounds, which may explain why fiber supplements are unlikely to offer as many benefits as high fiber diets. A growing body of evidence also suggests that diets high in fiber, plant-based foods could support a healthy gut microbiome, which has been associated with improved appetite regulation, appetite regulation, not increased appetite, reduced inflammation and anti-cancer effects. All of these things, again, these are things we want, right? We want improved appetite regulation. We want reduced inflammation in our body. These are all things that can be achieved with high fiber foods. Not as much with the supplements. I mean, if you need a supplement, that's one thing, but 
I am just not a fan of taking supplements when you can get these things from simple whole foods in your day. Your body is always going to know how to digest real food over any supplement, always. That's always going to be your best option to get these things through real food. Now, you might be wondering, well, should I just like go out tomorrow and eat a ton of fiber? You do wanna increase your fiber, but you gotta sorta have a slow approach if you have not been eating a lot of fiber, right? So if you typically eat about 15 grams of fiber each day, maybe you try to increase that to 20 grams and give your body a week or so to adjust before adding more. You wanna drink plenty of water so that that's going to help you with the digestion of all this fiber. Too much fiber all at once can definitely give you some bloating, some gas, and we don't want that. That's why you sort of have to ease into it. You can find a number of whole or minimally minimally processed type fiber through minimally processed plant-based foods, including legumes, whole grains, nuts, seeds, fruits, and vegetables. These are some of the best fiber that you can get all from real food, minimally processed or not processed at all. And eating a variety of these foods is going to give you the most benefits. And that's why I'm always sort of like preaching, you wanna have nuts, you wanna have seeds, you want whole grains, you want vegetables, you want fruit. I want you to get your nutrients from everywhere and that's going to benefit you in terms of the fiber that you're eating too. Now, one thing that I thought was really funny, because I was like, okay, now I'm going to look up all the different foods that have the highest fiber. And sadly, it's like every single site says a slightly different amount. It's like this one says broccoli is five grams of fiber per cup. This one says it's two and a half. So you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt wherever you get your information from. But in general, I want to tell you some of the foods that you should be looking at and starting to take in so that you can maximize what you're eating for the highest amounts of fiber. Because sometimes people tell me, it's like, oh, I eat a ton of salads. I get tons of fiber. And I'm like, I hate to tell you, but those leafy greens in your romaine salad, they barely have any fiber. Now, it doesn't mean you can't have salad and it doesn't mean you can't have romaine lettuce. I'm just telling you that you need to get your fiber from many other sources, not just having your salad three times a day. Now, a really super high fiber intake in one cup, if you were to have some pinto beans, you would get 15 grams of fiber. That is a lot. So beans in general tend to have a lot of fiber. The next one that I love, edamame. I grew it this year in my garden, it's absolutely amazing. You're gonna get 11 grams of fiber in one cup of edamame. So that is a great, great option. You can have it within a meal, you can put it on top of a salad and it's definitely gonna bump up that amount of fiber. The next one is acorn squash. Uh, It's available year round and so that's a really good one because it has nine grams of fiber per one cup. Some people like to uh, roast them, you know, you can cube it and roast it. You can put that on top of salads as well. You can have it as a side dish. It is fantastic, has antioxidant benefits and 
again, it's a high amount of fiber. Now, collard greens, which I'm a huge fan of, that's going to have six grams of fiber in one cup. Now, I don't know about you, but I eat way more than one cup when I make collard greens. Now, it depends how you're making it. Maybe you're chopping it up and putting it in a salad. I have a fantastic recipe by Cookie and Kate. If you, I have posted it before, but definitely look up their collards recipe. And so I'm probably getting in like two cups when I have dinner and I have that recipe. So that's six grams per one cup serving, and that is in collard greens. Now, I just want to also then tell you that if you were to have romaine lettuce, and I'm going to look it up here for my reminder. If you were to have romaine lettuce, which is also a green leafy vegetable like a collard, in one cup, you are going to get one gram of fiber. So maybe you have two cups. Well, then you now have two grams of fiber. It's just not that much. So be cautious when you think you're having that salad. And unfortunately, a lot of salads are these butterhead lettuce, romaine lettuce. They're not the really good, strong fiber like kale and collards kind of lettuce, right? Okay, let's look up the fiber in kale since we just brought it up. If you were to have one cup of kale, you're probably looking at almost two grams of dietary fiber, not that much more. Again, the leafy greens don't always have that much fiber. Now, again, it depends where you look this up because if you look it up on one site, it might say it has one to two grams. You book it on another, it says like four. But at the end of the day, I'm telling you, the leafy greens, they don't have a ton of fiber. So I just want you to be cautious of that. And you can always look it up, but those collard greens do tend to have a lot. Now, a strawberry, you might be thinking, well, fruit. Fruit has fiber, fruit does have fiber. And so I always say eat two servings of fruit per day. I kind of like to limit it there due to the sugar. Strawberries, if you were to have one cup, you're gonna get three grams of fiber. So there's some, it's not like huge amount, but it's not terrible as well. What about broccoli? So again, this is one of the ones that was tricky because in one area it says one cup has two and a half grams of fiber. In another side it says four grams. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the lower one so that I just eat more of something, right? Now I don't know about you, but one cup of broccoli is not really that much. Like you can easily be eating two cups at dinner time of broccoli. I mean, I can maybe fit in like three little heads of broccoli into a cup. So just remember that you're probably getting a double serving or you easily could have a double serving. And so make sure that you fill that up for broccoli so that you're getting at least five grams of fiber in that. Carrots, five grams per one cup serving. So that's another good one. What about quinoa? I am a fan of quinoa because it also has protein and it also has five grams of fiber in one cup. So that's definitely a really good one. Oatmeal, I personally have it every day. It can have four to five grams of fiber, depends on which brand you're using, but about four grams in a cup. It's it's a good amount. It's not like a ton, but it's definitely a good amount. What about cauliflower? 
cauliflower, actually a good one. So it seems to have more than broccoli because they say that there's five grams, well, I shouldn't say that. It says five grams per one small head. So now we don't really know. Well, what is one small head? I'm gonna look it up in another spot. Let's look up fiber in cauliflower. I just like to see. Okay, so this one says if you had one cup chopped, you're looking at about two grams. So eh, it's probably similar to broccoli. This, According to this one, a little less. So cauliflower is still a good one. I eat it often, but you do want to be aware that it's not a lot. Now this one's interesting because seeds tend to have a lot of fiber. And that's good to know because chia seeds, which a lot of people like to sprinkle on their cereals and then their overnight oats, 10 grams of fiber per one ounce serving. So that's an impressive fiber count. That's something really good to remember. And then sunflower seeds, 12 grams of fiber per one cup. Now, one cup of sunflower seeds is de- that's a lot of sunflower seeds. And I'm I'm talking about once they're already shelled. So one cup is definitely a lot, but the overall fiber content in it is pretty high. So that's definitely a good one. Almonds, six grams per half cup serving. Also pretty good amount. You can't have too many almonds because there's definitely a lot of fat, but it is a healthy fat. So I don't want you to be afraid to have it. Sweet potatoes, which is a huge favorite of mine. I eat them every week. I just harvested a ton out of my garden, so I'm super excited to eat those once they're done curing. Sweet potatoes, they say four grams of fiber per one cup serving, a good one. Now then, there's the old-fashioned prunes. It's what everybody thinks of when they think constipation and fiber. I need to have prunes. Well, you're gonna understand why. According to this, they have 12 grams of fiber per one cup serving. That's probably the highest fruit fiber that I've seen so far. So prunes are definitely a good one. If you're suffering from constipation, you should definitely have some prunes. Again, you just have to be cautious because it is a fruit. So it's definitely going to have a higher sugar intake. What about those Brussels sprouts? I'm definitely a roasted Brussels sprouts kind of girl. Three grams of fiber in one cup. So again, I'm gonna have two cups at dinner at the very least. I'm a big vegetable person at dinner. So if I didn't get all my vegetables during the day, I'm always doubling or tripling up at dinner. So Brussels sprouts are definitely a good one. Flax seeds another seed with very high fiber, 11.5 grams per one fourth cup serving. So like those chia seeds, flax seeds, they are an easy way to get that fiber. You can put it in your oatmeal, your smoothies, your yogurt, even in pancakes, baked goods. A lot of people use flax seeds and you're going to definitely get to increase that fiber with that one. Now this one might surprise you and might make you happy, popcorn. Very interesting, 17 grams of fiber in one cup. So please air pop your popcorn. Please do not microwave popcorn. So all of those bags, microwavable bags that you put in the microwave, they're really super toxic. 
So I highly recommend you always do air pop popcorn. You can get an air popper at Target for so cheap these days. Holidays are coming up, get yourself an air popper if you don't have it. And instead of throwing anything on it, try to have some plain, maybe just a tiniest little touch of salt. I I just eat it plain. But if you do in one cup, you're going to get 17 grams of fiber. So that's an awesome one. If you're having a low fiber day, just make yourself a little bit of popcorn. And then the last one I'm going to talk about apples. I haven't, I literally have an apple a day to keep the doctor away. Um, the fiber in apples is nine grams per half cup serving. Nine grams, also a pretty solid amount of fiber. So I'm definitely going to recommend that one. And then you might be wondering, well, how much fiber do I actually have to eat in a day? Well, again, that is something that typically is different depending on who you talk to and what you look up and which study you're talking about, but there is a certain amount that is recommended. And on average, American adults, as I said, are eating about 10 to 15 grams of total fiber per day. But the USDA, they recommend a daily amount for adults up to 50, age 50. So adults up to age 50 eating 25 grams of fiber for women and 38 grams of fiber for men. Women and men older than 50 should have 21 and 30 daily grams respectively. So they drop the fiber a little bit as you get older. And I'm almost wondering if that's because they are assuming that as you age, maybe you're eating a little bit less. But typically 25 grams for women, 38 grams for men. In most of my programs, I just make the minimum 20 grams of fiber. That's the minimum. And most of my clients struggle to hit it until they start to understand which foods have high fiber. So when I tell them, you need to start adding more seeds, you need to start adding more whole grains, you need more more vegetables, more fruit. Once they start adding these things, it starts balancing out their diet and all of a sudden their fiber is at a fantastic range. They don't have to even worry about it. But if you've never tracked it before, it can be a little shocking. And again, because food is so highly processed today, if you're eating out a lot or you're buying food that comes in bags and boxes, then likely a lot of the fiber that was potentially in the food once could have been stripped out and now has very little. Now in the meal plan challenge that I created that launched a few months ago, almost every single day of that meal plan is 35 to 40 grams of fiber. So I made sure that in that meal plan with your breakfast, your lunch, your dinner, and your two snacks that literally only one day didn't hit 35 grams, but it was still over 20. Um, every single day had 35 to 40 grams of fiber. And that is a great way to know if you are eating a healthy, balanced diet by what the fiber looks like. So if you ever go to do a detox program or a somebody else's meal plan potentially, you should look and you should ask and say, well, how much fiber is included in this per day? And if they don't even know, that's not a good sign. 
You need fiber. You need fiber every single day of your life, in my opinion, all right? It is going to help you age. It is going to help your gut. It is going to help you feel better. It is going to help you feel more full. Everything that you need is truly in fiber. And that is why today, if you start listening to a lot of the podcasts out there, health podcasts, nutrition podcasts, what the talk of the town is, is protein, which we've already known, and fiber. So there you have it. I want you to make sure you're getting in fiber. You get it from real food. Don't just take a supplement and say, oh, now I get over 30 grams. I'm taking this fiber supplement. Don't do it, team. Your body will not know how to digest that in the same way that it does real food. There you have it. Earn That Body podcast, always here to bring you fitness, nutrition, and health information you can put into play right away. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. 